Hello, everyone. Welcome to Enjoy the Book of Life. Back here with Ian for our Grow and Shine episode. So, Ian, what is this Grow and Shine truth that we're going to be discussing today? Yeah. Hey, David. Um, we're going to be talking about this idea of stirring up the gift in you and just kind of um, really your walk with the Lord and what that whole process looks like. Um, yeah, just sharing some practical examples of that in, in my own life and, um, and how to, yeah, how to be an encouragement. Uh, we see that come, that idea come from second Timothy mm -hmm. and Paul's writing to Timothy and he's telling him I'm, I'm writing to you and, and, uh, want to encourage you to stir up the gift that was within you by laying on the hands. And, um, uh, I think in those verses, he says something key, um, the verse after that, he says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, um, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, um, which I think is, is key to that whole idea of like your walk with the Lord. Like it, it starts with God <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, it's God who empowers you to, to do that and who gives you the gifts and um, gives you the abilities to um, to walk with him, uh, back at storybook. <laughs> um, when, uh, I remember sitting at the, uh, campfire on the first night of, uh, teen camp, I was like 13 and uncle Bill was reading through all the guys that were going to give devotions. And it was usually like the older campers. And this is my first year at teen camp. Right. So I'm like, well, you know, not yeah. really paying attention, <laughs> looking for cute girls and all that, you know, <laughs> And uh, all of a sudden, Uncle Bill reads my name for someone who's going to give a devotion. I just remember like melting, <laughs> like, please tell me that was a mistake. I actually went up to him after the campfire. I was like, did you say my name like, was I on the devotion list? Um, so I, I would say a, a, a big thing I think the Lord uses in all of our lives are people, <clears throat> people that have invested in us and encourage us and push us kind of like Paul is doing to Timothy, right? When he tells him to stir up the gift, he's, he's pushing Timothy like and encouraging to, to step up and do this or that. So, um, yeah, well, that was probably uh, the, yeah, a little note on that. So those are called the pastoral epistles, right? Because this is Paul's relationship with those men, Timothy, Titus. And, um, when I was up at Storybook, we, we that's where we met is at this camp. Yeah. And Uncle Bill, I think, I mean, there are hundreds of kids in and out of there. And I just pop out a, a you know, out of nowhere. I at the first time I showed up, I hadn't registered. I didn't belong there. <laughs> I just I like hitchhiked basically with <laughs> someone else and showed up at this camp. And Eventually, like each time I returned, I'd be given a little extra responsibility. And mm -hmm. there were actual times I came to Uncle Bill. I was like, hey, do you mind if I do this? You know, like more. Can you can you give me a little bit more? Yeah, like, no. You know, and it was so <laughs> good for me. <laughs> and and you know, because he would he would give you more, but not too much. And I mm -hmm. really appreciated the the ministry of Uncle Bill Howell uh, in my own life as well. In in that yeah. stirring up 
um, without stirring up a pride, right? He, it, yeah. Because sometimes it's like, I'm stirring up my gift. It's like, no, you're showing off. <laughs> and and that, <laughs> that that's an important distinction because that was mm-hmm. my issue. And Uncle Bill, mm. I, I don't know if, how he perceived that, but he, he was very wise in the way he allowed, because it's a great conduit for stirring up mm-hmm. gift up at camp. You know, you've got little devotions, but by the time we ended, we were giving messages, right? Full, full mm-hmm. sermons. Um, and so being able to pour into people and who he chose for to be head counselor and assistant counselor. And, you know, it, it was a, yep. it's a big shepherding job. And I really appreciated that yeah. as well as a, a way to grow and stir up gift. Yeah. And this is probably why you and I have gotten along so well <laughs> and became such quick friends because yeah, this it's kind of, and I think this is true in life where you kind of have these two sides, right. Where um, you have people who are very eager to, you know, share their gift and be involved and do this or that like, like yourself. And then people more like me are like, Oh, you know, someone else can do it. Someone else can step up and, you know, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine riding, riding in the shadows here. Like, you know, <laughs> and I think you, as far as like stirring up that gift, like you, you need both, right. Where you need, you need some people to give them a little nudge and you need some people like, Oh, let's, let's pull back the reins a little bit here. You know, let's, let's not be too hasty, you know? And so, yeah. yeah. So I think those are both, both good ideas when we, when we think about stirring up our gifts. Um, because I think you have both both those sides when it comes to people every day. You you made me think of the Bible verse: "Be not like the horse nor the mule." Right? The horse is the yes. one that plows ahead, and the mule is the one you gotta, you know, keep keep <laughs> pulling along. Right? We want to be That's in right. step, in step with the spirit. Yep. Right? Because these mm-hmm. are the gifts of the spirit. Right? And so making sure that, and I think the name gift needs to be highlighted a little bit more. I know it it had to be in my own life, right? When Mm. I use my gift, it doesn't glorify David Nicholson because Mm. it's a gift. Like the clues in the name, it's from someone else, (laughs) right? Yeah. And so it's it shouldn't be something we can take pride in easily. The problem Mm. is the flesh can take pride in just about anything. (laughs) If we can brag about being a procrastinator, right? How good of a procrastinator we are, we could brag about anything. And so it's an important thing when we stir up the gift where what we're doing is we are using this supernatural God-given gift, ability, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, to accomplish God's work for God's glory, right? And so, mm-hmm. so it's just being a willingness to allow God move through us. So mm-hmm. good. Uh, I, li- I like that we share that little connection almost opposite <laughs> in, in an opposite way though. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for uh, calling me the mule. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you bringing up that passage. <laughs> uh <clears throat> but it is, it is, it's so true, right? Like, um, and I, I think too, something important to remember when we're talking about the gifts. And I, I think 
you've talked about this before. Um, it's probably where I've heard it, you or your dad. Um, but this idea of like a gift isn't going to be something that somebody who's not a believer can do just as, as well, right? Like you can have someone who's a great public speaker, um, but that's not, that's not a spiritual gift. Yeah. Right. That's an, that's an ability. That's a, uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, spiritual gifts are, are, like you said, it's, it's of the spirit. It's, it's something supernatural, um, and something that should be, um, bring glory to the Lord, not, not to yourself, mm-hmm. not to the, not to the gift holder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, something like you just said, uh, you could be a great public speaker. That doesn't mean you have the gift of teaching, right? When you speak, you speak as if, as of the the oracles of God, and so that's mm-hmm. a spiritual work, right? Not mm-hmm. not if you can outline your points nicely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you have this big event, and now you grew up going to Storybook. What what would kind of be the next snapshot for you? Um, in terms of where you felt yourself stretched uh, mm. in stirring up the gift, <laughs> uh, yeah. As a as a result of going to Storybook, you know, it's it's neat how um, you just sometimes you look back in your life and you think like, man, I like could have totally gone a different direction, mm-hmm. um, but the Lord just puts you know this person or that person in your life, and and it it encourages you, it spurs you on. Um, and yeah, uh, a result of growing up, going to storybook. Um, and it probably, well, just to go backwards a little bit, just, yeah, I don't want to leave out like my upbringing and like my family, my, my mom and my dad, mm-hmm. like they had a huge impact on my life spiritually. And I, I wouldn't have responded well going to storybook had it not been for mm-hmm. my foundation and, and how my parents raised me. So uh, obviously that was a big foundation stone for me in, in, and something the Lord used to work in my life and to soften me. And, and, uh, but yeah, as a result of going to storybook though, meeting guys like yourself and, and, uh, some other guys who were just, yeah, they were walking with the Lord and, and, um, you know, we'd have fun together, but they were also very serious about like spiritual things. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, that was, that was a huge, um, moment in my life where just being with, uh, around friends who love the Lord and who are serious about spiritual things, um, not so serious that they can, you know, joke around and mess around or whatever, you know, we enjoyed yeah. sports and different things like that. But when it came down to spiritual things, like, like having these friends who were serious and, and, uh, who, you know, peers, but, but people I looked up to, yeah. um, because of, of their desire to serve and honor the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, <clears throat> that was something that the Lord definitely used in my life to, again, that just that continual stirring me up, softening me, uh, working, working off the rough edges. And, uh, yeah. Um, I remember like, going door to door for the first time with one of these guys, you know, buddies from storybook. And, uh, boy, that was, that was terrifying. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like all gung ho about it. Like he'd, he'd done it many times before, you know? And, and so, um, and I think that's a good principle. Like, um, if you want to be 
stretched and, and challenged, like hang out with people that are um, doing things that you wouldn't necessarily be comfortable doing like on your own. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, yeah, that was just, I, I mean, I didn't really know what I was getting to. I was like 15, 16 years old and I was like, well, like, I guess we're doing this, you know, <laughs> but the Lord, the Lord used that and uh, use it to, I think, begin to work in my heart, like the need for the gospel. And, um, you know, you go and you knock on people's doors and <clears throat> you don't, <laughs> you don't get a facade usually when you, when you knock on someone's door, like they don't, they usually, uh, they usually tell you exactly what they're thinking and how they feel. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, and just like the Lord used that to like, just bird my heart for people, like, um, seeing people and, in just their, their natural state and seeing like, man, they need, they need the Lord, they need the savior. And, uh, so yeah, so that was, that was part of it. Um, I know we traveled out to Michigan and, uh, spent some time with you out there and did, did a lot more outreach. And that was kind of my first taste of like outreach. And, um, really my first taste of like, you have all these young people getting together mm. and they're all serious about the Lord they all want to do evangelism. They all want to study and learn more. They all love playing sports and just hanging out and fellowship, you know? And I was just like, wow, like I didn't know young people like this existed. That was, mm. that was huge, you know? Um, and obviously not, we weren't all perfect and right. we weren't right. all, you know, our lives weren't all put together by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but it's just like, wow, like there's more to this life than just, you know, Ian's little, <laughs> little, you know, daily routine and all that. Right. Um, mm. so getting exposed to things, uh, like that, that were just outside of my norm, um, was huge. And yeah, the Lord used that to stir up the gifts that he, he has given me. Yeah. It, and when we look at the gifts, you know, and for Romans 12, first Corinthians 12, these different listings, we see that in some sense, all believers are told to do them, right? So mm. not everyone is going to have the gift of teaching, but we're all to be able to give an answer for the hope that's within us. You know, we're all mm -hmm. to encourage others. We're all to be witnesses. We're all, you know, and the list goes on. And so mm -hmm. here you are, you're saying, I, I was put in these situations with people who were doing these things, and I somehow got carried along to do these things, <laughs> right? And as you're doing the things, mm -hmm. right, there's a spiritual stirring, and mm -hmm. the Lord he the, the spirit gives you our gift right but the lord gives us our ministry right the work mm. the, the the reason why he made in ian milbrath and the reason he put him where he's put you right and um so as we do these different things uh all the all these things like this mixture we mm -hmm. find that <clears throat> we we have these directions towards this or that and and we find as a result of pursuing this stirring that hey would you would you notice this that 
the tools that I've been equipped with match the mm-hmm. job that God's prepared me for. Yep. Yeah. And I, um, and I, I think too, just to add on to that, like <clears throat> for me, yeah, it was, it was because of the people I was around and that like, I got, I wasn't like forced, like I went willingly, <laughs> <laughs> but um, just that encouragement and, and being around like, you know, that, that good influence of, of other brothers or whatever that encouraged me and they were doing these things and I got involved and, and the more I got involved, it was like the more that I realized, like, wow, I really enjoy this or like, oh, I don't really enjoy this. Like I'm really terrified of this. Um, and and it, it makes sense, right? Like you get a gift at Christmas, like you're not going to find any enjoyment out of it by looking at it in the box, right? You're yeah, going to take it out yeah. and play with it and, and use it. And that's where you, you realize the, um, the joy of, of, of doing it and, and the pleasure that you have of, of using it. And, um, and, and I, I think there's some similarities with, with your spiritual gifts. Like I'm not going to find out what my spiritual gift is by playing Xbox for four hours a day. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I wonder what my spiritual gift is, you know, and like, I don't know. And no one's telling me it's like, you got to get out there and, and do stuff, right. You got to be involved. Like, um, you can't, you can't enjoy your spiritual gift, much less know what it is until you, you start being involved and being active. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's in your church or your community, um, or, or just, you know, like it was <laughs> like, it was for us, like just being around other guys that were interested in spiritual things and wanted to serve the Lord, like yeah. find people like that. And you'll very quickly start to learn, um, the gifting that God has, has given you when you start to, to use these, these different gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So would you say, or what, warnings or suggestions would you give to the listener so they're here they're listening to this kind of we went back to our past thought of these different instances and so someone's mm-hmm. saying i i want to stir up the gift in me and and we heard the suggestion about looking for other people and i i don't know if we were looking for them i think we were maybe drawn to them Right, there's mm. something about it mm-hmm. um, uh, that was attractive. I, I think, um, at least for me, I was attracted to to that sort of thing. Um, but I think you know, some people in some situations they don't have that as readily available as we did, which was a blessing for us. Um, but are there other suggestions or or even warnings that you might have? Um, for someone saying, Hey, I, yeah, I want to go stir up the gift mm. in me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess one warning and, and just going back to the, the verses um, that, that Paul, um, when Paul's encouraging Timothy to work, um, stir up the gift in him. And he says, we haven't been given a spirit of fear. And mm. I think fear is something that can um it, it's a warning, right? That, that Paul's giving to Timothy in, in a way, right? I mean, he's encouraging him too, where he says, we, have, we don't have the spirit of, we haven't been given the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and, and of a sound mind. Um, but, but in that, I think there, there's a little bit of warning for us where um, we can, we can let fear run our lives. Mm. Right. And, yeah. and it, it can be fear, like 
like, oh, I don't want to put myself out there like that. Um, like, a, you know, or, or like Moses, I, I think he probably had a little fear going back to Egypt and he's like, Lord, I, I mean, I'm not eloquent. I can't speak the right words. Right. I, yeah. I think there's a little fear, fear there. Um, and, and fear can just, it can really handicap our, our spiritual lives and, and our walk with the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. if we, if we run our lives by that. So, so that would be something to watch out for. Like, it, am I not wanting to do this because I don't think it's my spiritual gift or am I not wanting to do this because I'm, I'm really afraid of like what might happen or, um, what people might think or, um, yeah. So, yeah, so that would be one, um, warning, I guess, to, to watch out for. Yeah. And then going back to the previous warning that we talked about with me, you know, this idea that trying to make it about you, right. I I, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the, this idea that it's not, it's not me. Right. And, um, mm. and I, I, this idea of stirring it up or not neglecting right in the other epistle, Paul says, don't neglect your gift. And I, I think like setting our mind on things above where Christ is, there is an intentional, I, I want to use my gift. Right. I, th- mm-hmm. I think there is a choice we're making when we choose the work of God over the flesh and what the flesh wants. Um, but mm-hmm. that doesn't make the work of God any more about me, right? Uh, I, I think choosing choosing to live the life of faith, choosing to stir up that gift and be God's worker um, doesn't give me more credit uh as as the uh the builder of of well i need to be careful right because paul says you know there's a foundation laid and be careful how you build on it right so mm-hmm. we, we are given that that title of someone who is building someone who is working for the lord um so there is that aspect to it as we minister, as we serve, as we stir up this gift. We are an active mm. participant. But, you know, as Paul reaches the end of these these great prayers, it's all the glory to, to the Lord. And so mm. that balance is important. Yes, I need to go out and work, right? It's not like, like you were saying, I'm just going to sit here and wait until my gift becomes fully developed before I, you know, I'm just going to sit here and do this, whatever it is until my gift is fully developed. So there is that initiation. There is that going out in, you know, the Lord is seeking harvesters, right? Going Mm. out into the field. But then at the same time, as we were saying before, unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. So I am a laborer, but I just need Mm. to make sure I'm working in conjunction with the Lord, that it's his building project. It's like when Joshua is like, are you on our team or their team? He's like, actually, you're on my team, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's the point, right? It's like, I, I yep. want to serve the Lord. He's like, okay, then that's the job, right? It's mm-hmm. not the other way around. 
Yeah. Yeah. And with that, I was just thinking of um, this idea that the gifts are, you know, from the Lord and um, it's, it's the Holy spirit that works in our lives and um, grows those gifts and sharpens them and, and uh, develops them as we obey and, and follow the Lord and, and serve him and serve others. Right. And just part of, part of the Holy spirit working in our lives is, is we can also quench the spirit and we can mm. grieve the spirit and, and that will affect how uh, that stirring up of, of the gifts in our lives is, is, is functioning yeah. and working. Right. Cause if, yeah, if we're, if we're grieving the Holy spirit or if we're quenching him, um, then, then those, those gifts, again, just kind of going back to your question, like, you know, what are, what are some warnings is like, yeah, we, we want to be walking with the Lord and, and walking in fellowship with him. And, and through that, like the Holy Spirit's going to be working in our lives and, and stirring up those gifts in, in our lives. Right. I mean, it's hard not to, right. If you're, if you're walking with the Lord, like it'd be hard not to, uh, be stirred up and to, mm. to use your, your gifts in, in whatever way the Lord has, has shown you or, you know, with the people that the Lord's put in your lives. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I I love with those two ideas that don't quench, don't grieve. I always think of the cloud in the wilderness, right? The Lord is a pillar of cloud, and they they were given two commands. When the cloud moves, don't stay. Mm-hmm. And when the cloud stays, don't move. Right? And it's the it's that same idea. When the Lord when the Holy Spirit prompts you to do something, don't mm. stay, don't quench him, don't quench that fire, right? Mm-hmm. And when he says, no, don't do that, don't go there, don't grieve him, mm. don't go when he says stay. And I think, again, the going back to our differences, everyone kind of always has a tendency, a goer or a stayer. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm always a goer. There are lots of things I'm a stayer. I'm like, no, I'll just stay right (laughs) here. Right. (laughs) There are other things where I'm like, and the Lord's like, no, I want you to stay. Right. Yeah. And, and again, I I think it ties to our walk. I should be looking Mm -hmm. to the cloud, following him. And if I'm following him and doing his work, that will prompt that, that stirring of the gift. Mm. Yeah. And, and there should be just, um, just a, a sub point, you know, like if there's ever been times in your life where, you know, you've quenched the spirit, right. Or you've grieved the Holy spirit, like obviously there's, there's forgiveness. And, and, uh, you know, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I just, I know there's times in, in my life that I look back and I, in, in, in my flesh and, you know, in, in my maybe selfishness, I, I just look back and, you know, regret and those things kind of hang over my head. Um, and a lot of times it's, you know, times where I know the Lord was telling me to witness to somebody or to share the gospel with somebody. And I didn't like, I just, you know, I was too afraid or like, this is in the right place for the time. And, and, you know, I just, quenched, quenched the Holy spirit. Mm. Um, but you know, the Lord, um, 
if we if we confess those things to the lord the lord the lord forgives and mm-hmm. uh and the lord gives more opportunities right yeah like <laughs> that's and the lord's just so so gracious um with us mm. and 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 patient like yeah the lord's so patient with us too um and it's yeah i just i just thinking about times yeah in my life where it's like <laughs> i've just yeah gone places where i shouldn't have gone or didn't go when the lord told me to go mm-hmm. um but yeah the lord just graciously works with us and and as we confess and and move on and and the lord just uses those things to teach us and to continue to mold us yep. um yeah yeah and and again that you when you go out into battle you're going to get cuts and bruises you know when you're out yeah in i remember i worked um roofing and i made a lot of mistakes uh, and i was roofing. <laughs> you know it was my first job first time on construction i'd make mistakes and and but I, it, that's that's part of doing business you know the mm-hmm. training process the building up the learning and so we go out as laborers and we're going to make mistakes. But the nice thing mm. is he's got it all under control. You know, he's he he's got us, he's got them, he's got he's got the situation. Um and so yeah. something we you know, we can we can trust him for. Yeah. Yeah. And I something I Lord's really been teaching me recently just being a dad now. Um and I think it's a good perspective to remember as we think about the Lord stirring up the gift in us and, and us working with the Lord. And like, you know, when, when I have to, um, you know, working with my son and, and even when he fails or, or he disobeys, like just blatantly disobeys, like there's never a time in my mind where I'm like, I'm done. Like, right. <laughs> like that's it. You're out of the family. <laughs> Um, but just that never enters my mind as, as his dad, I never think those thoughts. And mm-hmm. sometimes we forget that about the Lord. Like when we make a mistake, we just think like, Oh, Lord's probably done with me. Like uh, there's no hope, but we forget like we're in God's family, right? Yeah. Like we've been sealed with the Holy spirit. Um, Christ is our, he's our, like, we're in Christ. <laughs> he's in us. And like, there's no thought in God's mind where he's like, like I, this was way more work than I thought. Um, I'm going to return you because yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it anymore. Like God, God doesn't have that perspective on, on us um, yeah. at all. And, and even, you know, thinking of working with one of my boys and, you know, they're trying to help me with some project that's well over their pay grade, you know, <laughs> and, and then they're trying their hardest. I don't sit there and think like, silly boy, like you can't keep up, right? Because if that were the case, yeah. none of us could work with God, mm-hmm. right? But but I look and I see his heart in the matter, right? That mm-hmm. here he is, he wants to help dad. He wants to work putting this, you know, Ikea furniture together or whatever it is. <laughs> he, he, he wants to twist the wrench too, you know, mm-hmm. and- and it warms my heart. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not the other way around. Yeah. 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 And that, I mean, if that's how we feel about our own children, like how much more does the Lord feel, feel that way about us? Like, 
yeah, it's, it's definitely a perspective that is hard to remember. Um, but it's, it's true and mm. it's definitely key for, um, for your Christian walk and, and just walking with the Lord. Yeah. And it makes me think of, uh, what Paul says, I believe it's in Philippians, um, where he says, work out your own fear or your own salvation with fear and trembling. Yeah. Um, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do after his good pleasure. And it's mm-hmm. kind of that dueling idea that we've been kind of yeah. talking about here, right? Where, yeah, you got to stir up your, your gift and you got to go out there. You got to do things like you're not going <laughs> to, you're not going to grow spiritually sitting on the couch, you know, watching TV all day, right? Like you got to get out there and do stuff. Um, but the other side of that is it's God working in you yeah. to desire those things and to do them. Yeah. Right. So you've got kind of that dual truth there. Um, mm-hmm. That's so key. And it's, yeah, I guess you see that a lot in, in the Christian life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, good. I think, again, highly encouraging something that it's a truth that's meant to be a grow and shine, right? It, mm. it, it's, <laughs> it's built in. It's, it's a highly practical truth and something um, for us to pray about and to get out and do. I, I love the 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 um point that you made with if I'm quenching the spirit, if I'm grieving the spirit, if there's a pattern of this, I need to maybe back up and mm. check my relationship, okay, before I say I'm gonna jump into ministry. Um because this it's all based on that it's based on the spirit Mm. and so i think that was a a really wise exhortation to again if if this if that's something that the spirit's convicting you of we need to go back to that uh part of our relationship um Mm -hmm. as a as a foundation a a benchmark yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah. And, and that's not to say like, you're going to be perfect and, right. and then you can go into ministry, right? Like, right. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be here if, if that was the case, right? Like I've got everything together. My life is all together. And my wife is always happy with me because I always do and say the right things. Like, no, <laughs> that is not the case by any, any means. We're, we're always working and growing. Um, and, and, and sometimes it's like, all right, in order to take a couple steps forward, I got to take a step back here mm-hmm. and reevaluate and say, okay, why, why am I continuing to fail in this area? Or, you know, is, is there a pattern or a habit that I need to change or, I, you know, need the Lord's help in changing, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, we're, I mean, that's, that's the Christian walk, right? <laughs> that's, that's the daily yeah, day-to-day walk with the Lord is constantly, you know, wanting to please Him, serving Him, and then battling the flesh, battling selfishness, battling pride, um, all those all those things that constantly are we're bombarded with every day. 